Welcome to the Mesmerizing Marketing Podcast, where we take a deep dive into the latest marketing trends, tools, and tips, and provide you with the top resources you need to thrive and make your marketing mesmerizing. And now, here's your host, Dimple Dang. Hello, everyone. Welcome back, my mesmerizing marketing tribe. Today, I'm super excited to be here with my dear friend, Robert Hanna, who is the host of the Legally Speaking podcast. And Robert and I go way back to our clubhouse days. But today, we're going to be talking about LinkedIn because we have some exciting news. Robert Hanna was chosen out of millions of creators on LinkedIn to be one of the few beta testers. There were only 200 that were chosen to be beta testers out of millions. So we're really excited to bring you this firsthand. And first of all, congratulations, my friend. Well-deserved. I know that you and I have had some conversations in the past about LinkedIn, and we talked about if they were to come out with social audio, that this is exactly what you wanted and it's exactly what you've been waiting for. So congratulations and I'm super excited for you and go ahead and introduce yourself for our audience. Well, firstly, Dimple, thank you so much for, for having me once again on your podcast. I'm a big fan of your work and I, I love what you do for your community and, and the value you bring. So it's a real pleasure and honor to be part of your show. And, and yes, for those that are, are less familiar with myself, I am a legal recruitment business founder. I've been in the recruitment and career space for, for over a decade. As you very kindly mentioned in your introduction, I'm the super proud host of the Legally Speaking podcast. We've produced over 130 episodes air across 3,000 cities across the globe and as of 2022 broke into the top one and a half percent of podcasts globally and I'm also an active strategic advisor and investor in recruitment and legal tech businesses and I'm also passionate like our topic today about all things LinkedIn dimple so as you say I have been super excited and waiting for this um, special opportunity I think the, the opportunity for us as creators could be huge absolutely and you know, for the audience, they may not know this, but Robert has been a recurring guest on the Mesmerizing Marketing Podcast. So Robert has been on a couple of other episodes as well, episode seven and episode 19. So if you are a fan of Robert, if you're not a fan, you're going to become one. Go ahead and check out the links to those episodes in the show notes and download those as well. But today... We're really excited to have him here, and we're going to be talking about LinkedIn audio, and you guys are getting an exclusive because right now, FYI, LinkedIn audio is not available to everyone. There's only 200 people probably in the entire world that have access to the beta program right now, and my dear friend Robert is one of those people. And I've had the opportunity to be in rooms with Robert, and he's such an amazing host, and Robert does such a great job at making everyone feel so welcome. And this was even way before LinkedIn. I mean, Robert, you were like that on Clubhouse too, right? So first of all, let's rewind a little bit. Now, when did you first even get hints, you know, from the grapevine that they might be doing something like this? And then how did you find out about it? Did you get recruited for this? Was there an application process that you applied to? Let's give the audience a little bit more about the backstory. 
Yeah, I mean, firstly, the whole concept of social audio was very new to me. I only really found it as a thing through Clubhouse, and that's how we formed a great friendship and have collaborated across many, many rooms across the, the marketing space, the legal space, and where our paths intertwine. And I immediately thought there's no way these major platforms like Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn are going to let these disruptors just have the whole playing field. There's just no way it was going to happen. So I remember you and I speaking vividly saying, I can't wait for LinkedIn to, to do something. But I think LinkedIn have been waiting patiently to see what a lot of these other apps have been doing. And we know a number of them have um appeared over the last sort of 12 to 18 months. I think there's in excess of probably 80 that in entirety have been rolled out. So social audio is definitely here to stay. And so I really got the flavor for social audio and I thought it was a natural progression for me as an active podcaster over the last two and a half years to think, right, okay, I feel confident in audio, I feel comfortable. I feel that's a great way to transition, not only for my podcast, but my personal brand and building community and serving that community. In terms of how it happened with LinkedIn, it wasn't really by fluke. It has to be said, you know, I'm a regular content creator over on LinkedIn. So I have built a relationship with LinkedIn creator community managers. So LinkedIn made a real conscientious play to recruit creator managers probably about 18 to 24 months ago because the platform wants to change from a stale, stuffy, professional, just resume focused site to actually understanding that, you know, there is something in the workplace for humans being humans, authentic content, storytelling, variations of different content, people expressing themselves, people showcasing thought leadership, producing newsletters, articles, you know, the various forms of content and all helping inspire, educate, entertain and, you know, bring communities together and so these creator managers are really in charge of picking up creators within their niches so i guess for people listening to this that how you may get a shot for other releases on linkedin products moving forward i think it's very important firstly to be actually active on the platform and the reason i'm active on linkedin my ideal customer avatar is on there it's the largest population of my customers and potential clients and people i wish to net with on the platform What's good about all these other new social audio apps such as Clubhouse, they're great, but they don't have the audience. LinkedIn has a goal of having 3 billion users within this decade. They're already up to 800 million users. So the opportunity to actually network and connect and warm up an existing audience that I already have can be exponentially expedited through the power of audio and the power of voice. And I find that exceptionally, exceptionally exciting. So tip number one is stay in your lane. So not only be on the platform and be active on the platform, but stay in your vertical. So for myself, I do a lot of content creation for the legal industry because I have a legal podcast. I have a legal talent solutions business. I run legal newsletters. I run legal events, legal personal branding, where you and I team up, Dimple, and produce lots of content for lawyers on the marketing front. And so that's really, really important. And LinkedIn wants to have thought leaders within their vertical markets. You know, we always talk about generalists seek clients, clients seek specialists. I think if you can be specialized and focused, it's not about having the largest following and a million followers. I do not have over 1 million followers on LinkedIn by any stretch. I've got a significant number, but I have a very centralized, strong community linked to the topic of influence, which is all related to legal and careers. So make sure that you're producing content and staying in your lane because they want people who are experts in that niche because they have an audience of 800 million. So there's a lot of subcategories they want to serve through content creation. The other thing is LinkedIn has 
creator mode, which was a feature they rolled out quite a while ago now, but a large percentage of people don't actually have it switched on. What creator mode is, it's an opportunity for you to have five hashtags linked to your um, profile for what you most talk about. So you could be most discovered and they encourage you to use those hashtags with your posts. It gives you access to LinkedIn Live. It gives you access to the LinkedIn newsletter feature and it gives you more you know, tools basically in your toolbox as a creator to reach more audience. So I would encourage people if you want to get access, particularly maybe to the next wave of um, release of LinkedIn audience, to turn on your creator mode that would also help you and the third point is to build relationships so get on the platform be consistent stay in your lane absolutely all of those points but the next thing is actually build relationships with these creators community managers because do you know what LinkedIn is a professional networking site so reaching out to people forming relationships fostering relationships adding value all of those things are going to help you get noticed so you will get some inside scoop and some heads up on things that are happening in terms of the products and services and that's exactly how I did it I start I got approached by a creator manager originally because I was producing vertical heavy content and they wanted to connect with me and then from there we have built a relationship and then I've got early access to the beta testing which you know there's a unique opportunity here Dimple probably a once in a lifetime for me in terms of social audio with you know only a few hundred out of a platform as long as I approach it professionally and in the right manner and add the right content and serve the right audience, it's a real, real opportunity. But the other thing to do with social audio is you cannot go alone. You cannot go alone. You have to collaborate with people. You have to collaborate with right and like-minded people. Like you and I have already collaborated on LinkedIn Audio Dimple. We'll continue to do lots more and on other platforms. And I think that's really important to recognize, to bring in people within your audiences and collaborate with them because it'll be a far better experience and you'll have a far better success in terms of building that community and then obviously hopefully getting clients and all the other things through it. So hopefully that gives you a bit of an overview. Yeah, that was amazing, Robert. And you know, I have to agree with you. Collaboration and community are two things that are so important when it comes to just building relationships and also connecting with other people and connecting with fans and followers. And no matter what social media platform people are using, the concept is all the same. You have to be able to collaborate with other people. You need to build a community and you need to nurture that community and you also need to grow that community and you need to invite more people in. And, you know, you're right. It's not something that you can do alone. And I think the power of having multiple people come in and collaborate together where they can share with each other's audiences and vice versa, I think that's really powerful. And there was a time many years ago where I think a lot of people were very competitive. And I think now people are more into collaboration. And I think people are even collaborating with their competition because I think they're realizing the power of what can be achieved when people collaborate together. And that's a beautiful thing. Right? Yeah. I think that they're realizing that collaboration over competition is the way to go because being competitive no longer works. I mean, maybe in corporate America, I've seen that a lot, but then again, that model doesn't work and companies end up losing their talented employees and every employee that they retain and hire, it costs about $60,000 to train every new person, right? Yeah. So it is still important to really just nurture those relationships. And you know, Robert, you've been really good at that. So I commend you for that. And when we talk about LinkedIn, 
I think a lot of people are so stuck on Instagram, right? Or they're so stuck on TikTok and these other platforms because maybe those platforms may be a little bit sexier, maybe a little bit hipper, a little bit cooler. And I know with the inception of social media apps like Clubhouse and Wisdom and Fireside and all these different apps, a lot of people have put LinkedIn to the back burner for many years. And I think the way that they use LinkedIn is they only go on there like if they're looking for a job opportunity or they think of it as a platform for, oh, I need a job right now, so I need a recruiter. I'm going to go on LinkedIn. But what they have to realize is it's actually much, much more than that. And my question, Robert, is what advice or feedback do you have for people who've never really used LinkedIn a lot, but what would you say about how it's changed throughout the years and why it is a platform that every single business owner, entrepreneur, corporate executive should be utilizing in 2022? A really good question, Dimple. I think every social media platform or social audio platform definitely has a marketplace. What I would say for LinkedIn not only is it now encouraging and bringing on numbers of creators and trying to encourage people to be creators, but the corporates are there. You know, you've got the big C-suite corporates. You've got these big organizations that have been on that platform for many, many years. You have an opportunity to get in front of them with all of these features that LinkedIn is rolling out. So I think there's a real opportunity for all of us as early stage adopters to accept that the platform has changed. And the fact that LinkedIn has rolled out an audio feature just tells you the platform has changed. It's not just a stuffy place where you go for job. Knowledge seekers are going there. They're looking for thought-provoking content. They're looking for people that can educate them on particular topics. So it is becoming a home now, a library, and also for breaking news and for all sorts of different things. So LinkedIn, the added, added benefit is there's a level of verification and profile. I like to describe it as the platform there's nowhere really to hide. And I think that's really good for kind of a verification and, and validation. And you and I both know Dimple from being on certain other social audio apps. A lot of people claim things and not necessarily there's any follow through with that. I think with LinkedIn, you know, people have a comfort that they can do their research or they can see the profile, they can see what people have done, and then they can have that no like and trust factor. And I think LinkedIn as well is just humanizing the workplace. That's what they want to do. And so they're encouraging this. They understand that I'm I might be Rob, the business owner, the executive, but I do have a dog. I do have a family. I do go for walks on a Sunday. You know, all of that is okay. So that's the human behind all of this business side and professionalism is changing. And maybe it's okay that I don't have to wear a shirt and tie every day. Maybe it's okay that I'm from my home office and my portrait in the back's on the slant. Like we're all people at the end of the day. And I think that's gonna massively help the overall well-being of people as well. And I think for startup entrepreneurs, you know, you have an opportunity because there's everybody on there. And guess what? To be on the platform is free. To produce content is free. To have the opportunity to say hello to an 800 million user database every day, every hour, to have a virtual digital business card up to date by just having your profile, like you're missing a trick not being on there. So that's my opinion on why I think LinkedIn has real, real opportunities for people to succeed. You know what? Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's going to be a game changer when they launch LinkedIn audio for everyone. I really do. And speaking of launching it to everyone, have they given you some type of a time frame or idea of when that's going to happen or how that rollout is going to take place, Robert? 
Yeah, so I wouldn't say the product as it stands at the moment in terms of audio is at the level of other social audio apps that are out there currently. But what's good and why they have done the beta testing is because they wanted to actually take feedback from us as the creators, listen to us, and actually implement. So, you know, they are actively listening to us. They've told us that there's going to be an update in features on the 26th of January, which I don't know which will involve, but we've been feeding back to them on countless occasions on some of the functionality and things that need fixing. I would suspect with people who have their creator mode switched on, they will get earlier access as part of the next release. They have said, I also run the Creators Town Hall every Sunday, which is at 7 p.m. UK, which I think is 2 p.m. Eastern, and I think it's around 11 a.m. Pacific, but they are also gonna be running their own official town halls where they're gonna be updating and educating people on what they're implementing. So it's gonna be exciting once they do that because obviously through those town halls, they'll be telling us formal timelines, but I don't see in the short term this being rolled out to everybody just because it's very buggy. And I think, you know, if you rolled this feature out to the whole platform, it would be a poor user experience. And I think they still need to figure out where this sits and, you know, why should people use LinkedIn Audio over at LinkedIn Live, for example? You know, what are the benefits of that? How can that really push and, and benefit people? So it's exciting times, but I would say definitely at some point this year, it should have been rolled out completely because I think if they leave it past this year, it'll be too late. But will it be in the next week or two? Definitely not. Yeah, I think timing is so important too. And I think the sooner they can roll it out, I mean, I know it has to be systematic, obviously, but if they roll it out sooner and they do it in batches where they don't roll it out to everyone, I think that's going to be good because then if there are glitches, you know, that can be worked out. If the system crashes, they can fix all of that. And I think that it definitely makes sense to do it in phases. But, you know, I'm actually thinking that it should have been around even like a year ago or two years ago, right? But even when you think about it, Instagram is going to be launching social audio rooms. And that should have been done a while back. But I think what we're seeing is that a lot of the major social media platforms are realizing they need to have their own social audio platform. And I think that they really started to notice that after, you know, Clubhouse came around, right? And then you and I, we started using Clubhouse a little over a year ago, and we were somewhat the early adopters. Although I will say there were some people that, that had access to it even three or four months before us. And those are the ones that have three times the followers that we do. But I think that when they saw, okay, a lot of people are spending their time on social audio apps like Clubhouse, on Wisdom, and all these different new social audio apps, I think they realized that if they don't do this, they're going to be losing out on their audience and they're going to be losing out engagement. And obviously, all of these platforms have paid ads and their goal is to monetize and make money. And the only way you're going to monetize is if you have more eyeballs on content, right? So with LinkedIn Audio, you have hosted some amazing rooms. What are your thoughts in terms of where you want to take it? Like for you personally, what are some of your goals? What's your vision that you're developing for yourself for LinkedIn Audio? Yeah, and I, I think, you know, LinkedIn is, is well set up for the space that I'm in. I want to be, you know, one of the prominent careers, creators, thought leaders on the platform. 
and I also want to ensure that I'm serving my direct community, which is legal. So I'm doing a two pillar approach. Um, there's gonna be a lot of content about broad careers that can help everybody. So some of the rooms we've done thus far are top 10, 12 skills for career success. We're gonna be doing 10 mistakes to avoid throughout your career, how to navigate the corporate ladder, all of these things, you know, how to switch up from um, employee to employer. So lots of sort of content related to that because everybody has a career. And more specifically, I'm gonna be doing some really targeted rooms labeled to the, the legal industry and maybe how lawyers can exercise uh, social audio, how lawyers can be educated on the emergence of legal tech, what we need to be doing from diversity, equity, inclusion and giving people a voice to pushing for change, mental health. So there'll be a lot of content around that and that will run in line with my podcast as well. So it's going to be a chance for us to ultimately push our podcast further but also speak to more people and you know maybe people who come onto the podcast can then jump into a linkedin audio room we can do a q a with that guest and our fans can have access to them to come up and ask questions of that particular guest who had listened to that episode so there's lots of opportunities within that as well yeah definitely and with all the features of linkedin right i want to go back to talking a little bit more about the live stream feature is that a feature that you know, you've used or you are using it in conjunction with LinkedIn audio rooms. And also for the audience, Robert, can you share if they have access to the live stream feature as well? Or how do they get access to it? If you can talk about that as well? Yeah, I think if you have your creator mode on, you should now have access to LinkedIn Live, which will enable you to, to do video. And th this used to be really hard to get access to. And again, that's just, I mean, you'd have to fill out application forms. You'd never hear back from LinkedIn. It would just go into a dark hole. So the fact that they've given that feature out to people, because they know, they've seen the rise of YouTubers. They've seen the rise of all of these video platforms. They've seen what's happening. They have to react. They have to react. So one thing you could potentially do is you could do a LinkedIn art live video, and then you could push people into an audio room, maybe for some some one-on-one -on -one or a smaller condensed circuit and have some interactive discussions where people can come up onto the stage and talk to you because there's something in the authentic voice and building relationships with the voice. Every connection or every follower or anyone that I know, if I've spoken with them within a LinkedIn or a clubhouse or an audio focused room, I already have a better relationship with them somehow. So there's something definitely in the power of voice. And I think that's definitely something we can all capitalize on because how many of us have many, so many followers or we have so many connections on LinkedIn? I see this as a way I can really warm up my audience. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, for you being a legal recruiter, it's so ideal. It's so perfect, right? But let's talk about for someone who's not in corporate America, let's talk about how other people can use it. Maybe people who are entrepreneurs, maybe their influence or Instagram, things like that. How can they utilize LinkedIn so that it does benefit them and it helps them grow their personal brand as well? Well, I think the reality is there's, so I just think now's the time to start because LinkedIn is really growing and gonna grow even more so. So if you start producing content and getting known while maybe you don't have access to host rooms, people are gonna know you as top of mind when you start to host rooms because they're gonna be related to your content and want to be in your rooms. Yeah, content is king. I mean, content creation is so key and essential to the success of a business. And I think that a lot of businesses are failing to create content or they're failing to create the right kind of content because they're just putting a post, you know, on Instagram with a photo or maybe even a mini video with content, but it's not the only type of content you should be creating. 
I also believe that business owners and thought leaders and companies and executives and influencers, I think everybody should be creating content in the form of articles and blogs. And the reason that they should be doing that is because it's really good for search engine optimization, SEO, which means that you get to rank on page one of Google. So if you can write your articles strategically to get them to rank, that's really, really powerful. And from what I've heard, Robert, with LinkedIn, the articles on LinkedIn, they really are positioned to land on page one of Google organically. And, you know, I don't know if you've heard a lot about that, but if you can speak to that and also speak to the fact of you've created articles. And I also want to highlight the fact that every platform that people use, whether it's Instagram or LinkedIn or Facebook, I think that a lot of the platforms will reward you for utilizing all of the features. And I think that when they do have beta tests in the future, they usually roll them out to people that are obviously more active on the platforms rather than not active. For example, Robert got chosen because he is very active on LinkedIn. And that's part of the reason why he got picked, because if he wasn't active, they don't really feel like he would make a good beta tester, right? And because they know that they're watching everything behind the scenes and they have analytics. So they know that every time a new feature comes out, okay, that Robert's using that feature, right? So they're more likely to say, we want Robert to beta test this because they know that whenever they roll out something new, he's not just going to use it one time and that's it. He's going to be an active, engaged participant in the game of being a content creator. And being a content creator also means being consistent and staying consistent. Consistency is key when it comes to creating content. But give us a quick overview of the newsletters. So let's talk a little bit more about that because I know that our audience may not know about that feature as well. And I'd love for them to leave this episode and start embracing LinkedIn. Yeah. So you raise a really good point about the the newsletter. So what's really good about the newsletter? Again, you need to have your creator mode switched on. If you don't know how to do that, go to your profile. And then under the featured section, there'll just be a, a button that says creator mode. You should just be able to push that to turn that on. Um, with the newsletter, what's good about it, you can get into your followers and connections inboxes. Imagine you have, even if you only have 200 followers or you have 2000 followers or you have 2000 connections, whatever it might be, once you, if they subscribe to your newsletter, once you send it out on LinkedIn, you're going to be able to get onto their inboxes every week or every month you release a, a news. My tip would be do not just try and start a newsletter straight away and release it because people are probably going to decline it unless the newsletter is so thought provoking. People want to read from people they know, like, and trust. So start producing content, get known, get the community, and then announce you're going to be releasing your newsletter. And then more likely people are going to subscribe to it. Because at the moment, there's been a mass kind of onboarding of newsletters, newsletters, newsletters. So to stand out, you need to give people a reason to why they're going to want to read your, your newsletter. But yeah, super, super believe in terms of utilizing that feature because you can get into inboxes, which is pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. Getting into an inbox. I mean, that's gold and gold and gold that is golden. So the newsletter, Robert, 
you said something about that, that they may decline it. What did you mean by that? So when you decide to set up a, a newsletter, then you can share that with your connections. And so there's the option for them to subscribe. They have to subscribe to it for them for it to hit their inbox. But some of them may not choose to subscribe to it if it's not necessarily of interest to them or if you don't, they don't really know you. So the biggest tip would be if you start producing content or communicating and contributing and speaking to your audience, they're more likely to probably want to sign up to your newsletter because they already know you, they like you, they like the sound of your content, so they're gonna wanna have more. So you could definitely try right from the start and get on there and start a newsletter, but I, I would just say warm up the audience first and you're more likely to get a higher conversion rate of uh, subscribers. Absolutely, I agree with you. That makes sense. And when you think about it, you know, you should be producing content on an ongoing basis. What type of content, in your opinion, does well on LinkedIn, Robert? And also, what type of content do you personally enjoy seeing? Yeah, I think content that does well, there's sort of the 20-20-60 rule. So 20% personal about you storytelling, 20% selling your products and services, but in a cute way, and then 60% value, just value to the community, you know, authoring for leadership. So through myself, it would be my podcasting episodes, having guests on, sharing insights, industry news, trends, updates, what's going on, and then, hey, by the way, it's been a long week, maybe it's been a good week, maybe it's a bad week, here's me with my dog going out for some lunch, and then maybe there's something just saying, hey, we've now got a masterclass coming up where we're going to be teaching you X, Y, and Z. So I think if you adapt that process, it's pretty good. And people like to, you know, video does do well on LinkedIn, but also they, they lengthen the number of characters now. So some people quite like long form text posts. And, you know, the whole post uh, point of posting, ideally, they say on LinkedIn, is you want people to hit the see more button. So you need a good hook. If you've got a good hook line, it's more likely to get people to see more and then read the rest of the post. And then that'll push the algorithm so it'll open up and you should hope to get more views. So those types of things do well. Infographics do very well as well on the platform, as well as audio, audiogram, waveforms, they also so do pretty cool. So it's pretty accepting of all. Really? Yeah, and PDF documents, because you can slideshow them across. So again, if, if it's good content, people will stop and stop and actually read it. Okay, well, I wanna ask you about the audiograms part because I've heard in general, that audiograms don't really do well. So I usually don't make many of them because I feel like it would be more productive to make different posts, right? So when you say that they do well, are you talking about audiograms from your podcast? And have you tried using them on platforms like Facebook and Instagram? And do they not work as well? Or do they work better on, on LinkedIn? Give us a little bit more insight on that audiogram, video, or what have you, the key thing is you need the subtitles, right? You need the subtitles on there because most people probably won't have the sound on or they'll be at work or they're just looking, you know, whatever it might be. So you definitely want to make sure that you have all the text on there. And yeah, I found with our audiograms that we've done very, very well. And I've also found our video content to do very well. I could do one post that's a, a still graphic and I can do one post that's got a video. The one with the video would always do better. 
But that's not to say it won't change yeah. over time. It's just that I know they're preferring because I think LinkedIn are also going to be moving into short short form video. And I think that also with their desktop version of audio, that's also going to have a video element because there's other platforms like Entra that you know, Dimple, where you can immediately get video access straight away in terms of from a desktop to be on these social networking audio platforms. Yeah, that's interesting. I was just going to ask you that, Robert. You read my mind, Robert. Do you think they're going to be coming up with short form video content like Reels because... You know, we never thought that Facebook would come out with Reels, and now Facebook has Reels, and I'm seeing Reels all over Facebook. And guess what type of Reels I see? Guess what I see, Robert? Go. Puppies and kittens. And that, yeah, this, yeah. So I watched one or two Reels on Facebook, and they were of puppies and kittens, and it's decided that that's the kind of content I like. So now, whenever I go on there, that's what it shows me. And it would be a game changer if they had reels for LinkedIn too. I think that could really blow up too. Yeah. And I think what's interesting about the LinkedIn audio, if it works correctly, because yeah, I agree that video and that humanization, but it's also a chance for the corporates to bring the C-suites in to really humanize the brand. Imagine listening to the CEO of, I don't know, Honda, the CEO of these big brands, and then they actually come on and show some thought leadership and actually how they were just a young little you know boy, girl growing up and how they got to become the CEO of, you know, all of those sort of inspiring stories and storytelling from corporates. Not only is it going to help their personal brands of those individuals, but those business brands, it's probably going to help attract a lot of a lot of talent. So I see it as a real opportunity to for us to get access to the C-suite the hidden C-suite network, because that's really where they're hitting out on LinkedIn. And so there's a real, real opportunity for all of us to learn, network, get access to these people. I think that would be so powerful. And I think that's even going to draw in more of an audience, right? Coming to LinkedIn and utilizing the platform. So one of the trends that I'm seeing with social audio is that, you know, a lot of the people that did not really use LinkedIn before, I'm noticing that they're now gravitating from Clubhouse and also coming over to LinkedIn to social audio to these beta rooms that, for example, you're hosting. Even me, like, I guess I'm guilty. Like I didn't really use LinkedIn for many years unless I needed it for like a job search or something. But, you know, you keep telling me, Robert, you're like, oh, Dimple, you should use it. And I'm like, later, later, Robert, I don't have time. And... I guess I have to say, Robert, you've convinced me a little bit, especially because I am a lover of social audio. And I think that social audio is going to be, you know, the greatest thing ever as far as like for LinkedIn. And I think especially during the pandemic at a time when we're not traveling as much as we can, we're not going to conferences as we used to in the past. And even if we were going to conferences like back in the day, I have to say that with social audio, it's really different because you get to meet people on social audio that you would never meet in real life. And it's really enabled us to build meaningful connections with people from all over the world. Because Robert, I'm in the United States right now. You're in the UK. We probably would have never met if it wasn't for social audio. And then we have friends like Shireen. She's in Canada. Then we have other friends that are in Australia. And I think that's amazing because we are meeting people worldwide. And even if we went to 25 conferences in one year, I can guarantee that we probably would not have even met. And I think that's really the beauty of it. And for people that are coming in now to social audio, what would you say to someone who's a little bit hesitant 
Because here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that a lot of people on LinkedIn, because the majority of them are not necessarily on Clubhouse, right? I think they're more corporate people. They're at work all day. They don't have time to be sitting on social audio because they're at an office environment. They're in meetings. They're around other people and they're not working from home. But I think what would be interesting is that Robert, once LinkedIn audio opens up to more of the public, it's going to be interesting to see what content creators from LinkedIn exclusively are stepping up to be creators in terms of social audio and not exclusively the people that are on Clubhouse and, and Wisdom and the other social audio apps that came prior. But I think it'll be interesting to see what, you know, specifically the LinkedIn user is going to create. And I think that's going to be really cool because it's going to be revolutionary and we're going to see this whole new plethora of people that are going to be amazing creators that we probably never heard about. But that doesn't mean that they're not amazing, right? They're so amazing. And I think that's going to be a really cool thing because when people like you and people like me, we can collaborate with even these people and then we can expand into their network because LinkedIn is all about the network. It's all about that one degree of separation, the two degrees of separation. It's all about who you're connected to. And I think there's a lot of power in that. And it's not just for finding a job or job connections. And I think that's the confusion. I think that's why people shy away from it because they're like, well, I don't need a job right now, so why should I use it? But I think it's way more than a platform to find a job, right? So Robert, speak to us a little bit about that part. Yeah, it is way more than just, just a job. And again, I would never have thought LinkedIn would have even had a like button. You know, you got to think LinkedIn never had anything like that. It was never designed to be that sort of platform. So it's evolved like most things evolve over time. I mean, we take Amazon as a business and the journey where they've got to today. It was nothing like what they first started. Similarly with these platforms and LinkedIn is very aware, particularly when Microsoft got involved and taken over, they, they want to be very much in and amongst it when it comes to not only servicing the professional networks, but also being like, yeah, hey, we can be creators. You know, the corporate world isn't as stuffy as it used to be. We want to give people the tools to actually create community. And I think LinkedIn is one of the best places to create a community within your niche that you're most interested in in because of the number of people there because it's an established platform because there's verified experts and look there's less about the followers because you know ultimately you could have someone who's got only a few hundred followers but they're a thought leader in their field maybe they haven't been on social media before maybe they haven't been in social audio but getting them into the room that hidden creator if you like that's never embraced it but making it friction free for people to jump on the mic and share their knowledge and wisdom that's going to be so exciting because people are going to be hungry for that content and really keen to do it. And so I think it's going to prize out a lot of the hidden exceptional talent on LinkedIn. And that's what people are going to be going to the platform for because they're going to be wanting hearing from these either very educated or inspiring stories and these people and how they've got to where they've got to or how they've become an entrepreneur and how they got funding for their whatever it may be, angel investing, VC, how they did it, or how someone actually became the top of their, their field, or how someone's trying to disrupt a marketplace, and maybe why they're going so wrong right now, and people could help them who've got experience elsewhere. So yeah, I'm going to be doing a lot of kind of interviews with people around careers and career success and careers failures, and how they kind of the mindset and all of that good stuff, because that's super, super important. But yeah, I think getting that unhidden talent and getting the dormant user out could be far easier with the audio. You're just reading my mind today, aren't you? 
Because I was going to say, hey, Robert, are you going to interview people on there and then maybe repurpose it for the podcast? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we all know, we know repurposing because it's hard to leverage social audio right now. So, you know, we all know of platforms like otter.ai where you can have the whole audio transcribed. You can then flip that into an article. You could put that into your newsletter. You can take some quotations and put that into a, a guest uh, quotation graphic. You can do all sorts of that. You can maybe do an animated infographic and have that go across. There's multiple things you could do with that sort of content to, to repurpose. So even if you did one LinkedIn audio our room you could probably create three months of six months of content like repurpose from that particular discussion particularly if you have keynote speakers that come on and educate and then you can get into their communities you know if they've got big followings as well you can credit them you can endorse them and then you're going to be able to hijack those audiences so there's so many things you can do from a creator perspective to, to really sort of maximize your time and read yeah i love that robert because it's all about maximizing your time and being very strategic and intentional with your marketing and I think that if you can take content and you can repurpose it in so many ways, that is very powerful. And you know, personally, I am a huge fan of otter.ai. I had Simon Law on my podcast multiple times, and I will link those episodes in the show notes as well for the audience. But I use otter.ai every day, and I even use it in creative ways where Sometimes if a client has a question about something or maybe I'm helping them make revisions to their book cover and they want to know what revisions that they should make. And I think to myself, it's going to take me a long time to type everything up and I'm just going to record myself speaking in Otter and send them this audio message with a link that they click on and they can see the text in words if they want and they can also listen to the audio and now I've started to do that a lot. And I think that clients love that as well because they can re-listen to the explanation. Like if I'm explaining how to do something, it makes it super easy for them. So I love that. And talking about repurposing content, let's say that I interviewed someone for my podcast, right? And I can take that podcast episode. For example, there's one that I was working on and I was able to find like seven amazing clips that I plan on repurposing and using for Instagram reels and for TikTok. And I'm going to take those seven clips or so, and I'm going to turn them into a video. Then they can also go on their YouTube channel as well. And I can create one video out of that. And I can also create some Instagram carousel posts. I can create some quote cards, all of that. And that's all from one 45 minute interview, right? And I think that is so powerful. And it's also being efficient with your time. And I think a lot of people, Robert, you know, because you and I are both podcasters, they have a podcast, but I don't think that they are fully leveraging the power of podcasting because the thing that they fail to do is they don't have a marketing strategy around their podcast. And I think it's really important to have a marketing strategy around social audio, around your podcast, around even all of the different social media platforms that you're using. And I think that everything that we do for a business, it has to be intentional. So even when you're doing your rooms, like you're doing it with an intention, right? Yeah. And you bring on amazing guests and you're going to capture that. You're going to record it. You're going to repurpose it. And I think that's very, very intelligent. I think that's the way that everyone should be thinking about creating content in that way. And as content creators, it is our job to tell people that they should be 
spending time on social audio, but they should be doing it intentionally because I see a lot of people spending hours and hours and hours, but they're not really building an email list. They're not repurposing any of the content. They're not recording the content for their own purpose. And I think that they're missing out because there are some rooms I remember, you know, back in the day, Robert, when you and I had Clubhouse, right? When you and I hosted Clubhouse rooms together and back then they didn't have replays. We didn't have otter.ai or we didn't know about it maybe, but you know, and I was just thinking, remember all the rooms that we did with the four musketeers, right? Imagine if we had recorded all of those rooms and that content, we would have so much content that we could utilize and repurpose for our marketing and for different platforms. And that would have been such a good way to repurpose the time investment that we're putting in. So with LinkedIn audio, with the social rooms, I think it's definitely capturing those key moments, those key quotes and turning them into social media quotes and tagging that person and then taking that content, putting it on LinkedIn and also sharing it on other platforms, right? And speaking of that, let's talk a little bit about the rooms that you're going to be creating on LinkedIn audio. How can the audience find out about those rooms? This is what I'm going to suggest. And then I'll let you chime in, follow Robert on LinkedIn, and I'm going to post his LinkedIn in the show notes and also connect with him on Instagram as well, because he's going to be posting links to the LinkedIn audio rooms on his Instagram stories. And from there you can click and you can send the link to your email and that's how you can access the rooms that he's hosting right now. So currently he does a Sunday town hall room and he does Thursday rooms. And I'm going to let Robert talk a little bit more about that. Yeah. So one thing, if you uh, connect with me, I am able to invite my connections to the room, which I'm doing. So if you follow and connect with me, then of course, the likelihood is I can be able to send you a direct invitation. The other thing you can do, it's uh, there's no um, discoverability per se right now, but you can type into the main search bar because it's still in beta, LinkedIn audio event, and then you would click on the events tab. And that would then tell you and show you which audio event we have live or which ones are coming up. So it's not in a particular audio right now. They need to sort of calendar feature out and work on that. But that's a way that at least you can add those and you can add them to your calendar and it has the link for you to join. Another feature of uh, the LinkedIn audio is there's a pre-live room. So if you just wanted to get into the room 20 minutes early or 10 minutes early, just so you're there, you can jump in the room and then you're there. So you don't need to worry about just sort of having to go on live. And then as soon as the room starts, you'll automatically get put into the room. Any last thoughts, Robert, on LinkedIn social audio? I think LinkedIn social audio is here to stay. I think a lot of platforms that have tested this will not be around. And so I would encourage people, if you're serious about networking, your career, meeting right and like-minded individuals and getting onto a platform that has changed significantly and I think has a very exciting journey ahead and one that is hopefully going to be pro-collaboration, then LinkedIn is one to, to, to check out. And I think there's a real drive for supporting creators. So I would just strongly urge you to give it a go and what's the worst that can happen. Yeah, absolutely. Just go out and do it and try it. And I think the first step is trying social media. It's about being in the audience and watching and observing and learning from other people that are the host and the ones that are running the rooms. 
And I think from doing that, you can gain a lot of knowledge just by being in the space, by watching and observing, and even utilizing the different features and the buttons that are available on different social audio platforms, like knowing how to raise your hand and knowing that, you know, LinkedIn, for example, has emojis, which is a really cool feature that I love, and you can go test those out. And I think emojis are really nice because, you know, people can react to what you're saying. So it gives you that confirmation that you're on the right track. And if you resonate with them, you know, it makes you feel good that they are giving you a thumbs up or they're giving you a heart because that means that they really liked what you shared. So I do think that's a cool feature. But Robert, are there any new rollouts that you're allowed to tell us about that LinkedIn might be making in the next couple of weeks in terms of new features or functionality? I think one of the main ones that they're working on is the co-hosts. So on platforms such as like Clubhouse, you can have hosts and then moderators that can help control the room. I think it's a lot of work for just one individual. So I think they're gonna be working on co-hosts. I think they're definitely going to be working on a replays function so people can obviously repurpose that content. They're going to be working on the general discoverability and the scheduling of rooms so it doesn't affect people's algorithms as they post content because as you currently have to schedule an event that means you then have to do a post and most people who are familiar with LinkedIn they don't like spamming so they don't like you posting more than once a day and once you do those LinkedIn events it doesn't give you the reach that perhaps a good video or a good story or a good graphic would give you so I think they're on the immediate roadmap and things that we've definitely been championing they're looking at kind of fixing some of the general glitches and just being able to switch between audio and desktop really really easy I'm sorry mobile and desktop easily so yeah yeah, I think they're definitely working on it. I think the 26th, they've got some really exciting announcements. So uh, I can't wait for that. Love it. This has been so amazing, Robert. I had so much fun talking to you about LinkedIn social audio rooms. And of course, I love being in your rooms and we're going to be collaborating on some rooms together as well. So make sure that you guys are following me and Robert on all of our social media handles that we're going to be putting in the show notes for you. Robert, it was such a pleasure to have you back on my podcast, you know, for the third time. And if you guys have not had a chance to check out Robert's show, Legally Speaking Podcast, make sure you check it out because he's got the top rated podcast. It used to be in the top two and a half percent, and I believe it's actually climbed even higher. So it's in the top one and a half percent rated podcast globally go subscribe, go check it out. And also don't forget to subscribe to the Mesmerizing Marketing Podcast as well. So every time there's a new episode, you will be the first to know about it. This was so much fun and such a pleasure to have you back on my show. It's always a pleasure coming on your show, Dimple. Like you're such a kind person. I love what you're doing for your community. So yeah, I'm so, so excited. And yeah, let's see where LinkedIn Audio goes. I'm looking forward to doing some rooms with you on there too. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Robert. We'll see you later. Thank you for listening to the Mesmerizing Marketing Podcast. If you found this episode valuable, please subscribe to the show so you don't ever miss an episode and also share it with your friends. Dimple would be so grateful if you could take a minute to leave a review and visit the podcast website to check out all the latest episodes at www.mesmerizingmarketingpodcast.com. That's www.mesmerizingmarketingpodcast.com. And follow Dimple on Club. Clubhouse. Her handle is marketing expert and also join her mesmerizing marketing club also on Clubhouse for live rooms on top marketing strategies for entrepreneurs and business owners who want to mesmerize their marketing. 